0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and a regular guest, RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. Hey, RJ, you, you've returned. Hola, señor. Si. Sí. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, was looking for our uh, Mexican biathletes <laughs> from, uh, from the yeah. IMU Cup, but I couldn't find them. Yeah, I was going to say, no, how was your we, scouting uh... expedition? <laughs> no, I was. it was really fun. We, uh... We go almost every year between Christmas or around Christmas, New Year's to Mexico, uh, Puerto Vallarta, and uh, it's always a nice break. It's actually been a, a very mild winter up till now. Um, sometimes we already have like the minus twenty-five, and then it's a really nice break to go to plus twenty-five or a little more. But um, so far Calgary has been pretty mild, and now this mm-hmm. upcoming week they're they're saying minus twenty-eight and. Snow and that kind of thing. So we uh we planned it just a little off, but uh it's all good. Well, get that
1: weather out of the way now because mid March we need it to be uh Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. Can't have too cold then. No, 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 no. Um Yeah, no, it was good. Get, so did you get uh any any fun activities in? Were you uh I don't know, surfing, scuba diving?
0: Um No, we, we, before we did, uh, we tried to get in one special trip, um, Mm -hmm. from there, but this year we decided to, just stick around the resort and, uh, we go into a town once, once a week. So, uh, or one time for each vacation. We did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just hanging out at the pool and by the beach and playing some volleyball and shuffleboard and, you know. Well, it sounds great. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, that's really
1: lovely. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't, I didn't ask you, um, offline or, or not. Did you get any biathlon-related Christmas presents this year?
0: Hmm. No, I don't. I don't think so. Did you? Yeah, I certainly did not. No. To be fair, I didn't ask for any, but
1: uh, I didn't, I didn't, didn't receive any.
0: I. It would be challenging to come up with one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, to I know. Yeah, uh, I was trying to think of, uh, I don't know, a book. But you know, I wouldn't be able to read most of them
0: because they're all in Norwegian or German yeah. at this point. But yeah, exactly. Or French. Yeah, or French. Yep. But um, I did order myself. Uh, I needed to order something from Biathlon Stocks, and uh, mm. I uh, added a little keychain to it. So mm. I guess that was my own my own Christmas gift. Well, there you go. Biathlon related. Yeah. Well, excellent.
1: So, so did you get to uh, to watch when uh, when you were in in Mexico? Did you watch any of the uh, the Biathlon? Or were you already back by that? No. Part?
0: So I missed the uh, Aufschalke completely. Okay. And then uh, I was back for Oberhof, so.
1: Hmm. Okay. I can't well, say
0: I watched uh, anything live, but. Yeah.
1: Well, it's a little earlier time. Uh, the uh, I think the, yeah. the, so we had two races at 4 a day. a.m. So or something. I was not to say yeah. the first races were at 3.30 a.m. your time, so
0: you'll be forgiven. Yeah, and, and as relaxing as the vacation was, we still needed to uh, to catch up on some sleep and stuff, so. And yeah uh, yeah my, you uh <laughs> you introduced me to the new Eurovision app which yes. is a bit of a struggle yeah. when you're just trying to log in and yeah it doesn't clearly say that hey we have a new app try that no it's just it's the old site but it was nothing from overall from there yeah so it was yeah. very confusing so for everybody who is wondering and I received this question many times
1: on on Twitter but and, and if you have the question again, shoot me a message. I'll send you the link. But it's it's now EurovisionSport dot com, and uh, and there's the app and log in, and you'll have to create a profile. But um, the the website is just slightly different than it used to be, and um, but it's all there. Uh, I they didn't have the replays up initially, but they are there now. So yeah, um, you can find them. Just go click on biathlon, and you can see it'll there'll be a schedule, and you can go back to previous days, and the races are there.
0: Um, and I've I've noticed that um, – I found it very confusing because they show the races, but it's actually the up-and-coming races. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So that's yep. – uh, but it, I must say the uh, app both on the uh, phone and, and uh, iPad work great. Mm-hmm. I have no issues with it. I have a browser on my smart TV, and that seems to have some issues with playing it.
1: Yeah. But I don't the know. App, the app worked great on the computer – on friday i think it was it crashed like four times per race um Mm -hmm. or froze up so but it's
0: it's new right so do you have to do some testing
1: and i i watched it on my computer this morning and did not have that problem so uh, hopefully that's that's been resolved um i will say that you know i mentioned that they were two races a day and on friday i set my alarm to actually get up and watch the the men's sprint and of course i spent it i set it for 5 15 p.m which didn't do me any good so i woke <laughs> up and the races were mostly over um and then this morning um i i had all the plans to get up and watch but uh my daughter was up in the middle of the night and so when i finally got to back to bed with after her it was like four o'clock and i just i turned off my alarm I was like, i'm just gonna sleep it's I'll catch up on it later, but See,
0: once you live here in Calgary by 4 a.m., you can start watching right away.
1: I'm I saying. I could just sit down and get myself a cup of coffee, and I'd be good to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so uh, before we jump into the actual racing, I think that one of the the topics that that dominated the conversation around OBRO, of course, had nothing to do with uh, any of the results or the athletes. It was the um the the weather, which you know we we always. Know that Oberhof can have some some rough weather, but I think it was just pretty stark this week. Um, you know, I, there's been there's been basically what no snow I think bef- leading in, so it was all it was all either harvested snow or created snow. The course was basically just a ribbon of snow through the through the trees. There was mud everywhere. It wasn't exactly the most aesthetically appealing, but um, I think it led I, to I a lot. I realized
0: of- that uh, I misunderstood the sustainability plan of the IBU when they say they want to go greener. I always thought yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't no, realize they really they didn't been green meant it this way. Yeah. Yeah. And so no, but it, yeah, it's...
1: it led to a lot of lot of conversations about is is biathlon going to be able to continue in places like Oberhof or rope or mm-hmm. Novomesto? Um low altitude, uh sort of center of the continent, lower latitude. So um, you know, is that are we gonna see a time in the future and what is the what is the future of those venues? And so I don't know if you had any thoughts off the top or if you just want me to go on well, for the next I think, three
0: hours. Uh, no, and I think we talked about it with uh, Christian Wolfen yeah. uh, episode just before the season. And mm. I, yeah, I, I think the reality is that it's, even at higher altitude, it it's just less predictable. And mm-hmm. I think that will be a problem even, you know, obviously at the lower elevation, but even at the higher elevation, like um, the Rockies have had, very very minimal amount mm-hmm. of snow so far, where yep. you know you the previous year i think we had um six feet by now, so yeah it just varies more and uh yeah it's i i don't anticipate that we're gonna be uh in uh in roller ski competitions replacing the skiing ones, but um yeah man made snow is gonna be uh, pretty dominant or or mixed with man made and uh natural snow but mm-hmm. rupolding or sorry oberhof at least has the advantage that they have the tunnel there because yep yeah the reality is that you could make a tunnel long enough and then have a sprint race because you you yeah. need a couple of uh shooting lanes i mm-hmm. suppose but yeah it's it's not it's not uh i i just don't see it improved to be honest yeah and and You know, I I do want to say that for all
1: of the, uh, the volunteers who were out there and the, the people who are working to get the course in shape, like they did an amazing job because the conditions were, were, I think I read that they were working like all night, you know, getting grooming the course and getting the rocks off of it. And so, I mean, that's just, that's just incredible work, but, um, it's, it's difficult that they were put in that position to begin with. And and I, I asked for, you know, or we were in conversations on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it, um, you know, about what would be alternatives and um you know some people suggested changing the schedule because Oberhof has more predictable snow in february i don't know if that's an Mm -hmm. option or having a like a venue like a backup venue that's just sort of on standby so like you know and i i i pose like you could have lindserheide you know just be like on standby you know
0: if but i mean they also don't have a guarantee of snow right
1: oh exactly yeah yeah i was just thinking cuz it's what 1500 meters so at least there's more likelihood but yeah yeah
0: cuz they're also you know i've i've been reading articles about um you know your your traditional ski resorts yeah that they just almost mm-hmm. can't can't maintain anymore because mm-hmm. it's just the, the years that they don't have snow they they lose a lot of money it's just not yeah. economically viable well, anymore. You um, mentioned the rockets, but I mean, but, where in Europe could you go where you almost, I know. you know, have a guarantee? You can go on where they do the altitude training on glaciers. Let's say there, which has know. a whole lot of other issues, right? Yeah, we certainly to have races yep. there. And then you yep. could, I don't know, like I'm guessing Kontiolahti and and some places up up north Let's in say, Norway. I don't or, know where Sweden, a but,
1: I mean, is there always snow? I don't know, but. Nah, it's far I enough north. Because I, I
0: don't think that's, it's it's way up north, but it's, I don't think it's that high. Yeah. Like it's not at 2,500 meters or something, sure. right? yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, and and then, you know, the whole discussion about um, the environmental impact. I mean, it's I great that, that yeah. we don't use fluoride anymore because we don't want to, you know, create environmental damage. But then, and I have no idea, like I don't want to claim I know anything about. Uh, how much it costs and what the environmental impact is of of creating all this artificial snow, but mm-hmm. you know I can't imagine that has a an what I call it a net positive impact on yeah yeah carbon emissions and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's uh it's tricky. Yeah, and it's and not it, just like a snow, but it's like a temperature, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Because if it's whatever it was, I mean, it was what five, six, seven degrees, so. Um, yeah it's just hard to, this is the only
0: so much you can do at that point. Yeah, But I mean, and, and, and I, I totally uh, I agree with the amazing job they did. And I, cause I always think that in conditions like this, where it's like sand and um, very hard to ski and that the yeah. lighter, smaller athletes would have an advantage. But yeah. given the fact that uh, I would say almost every Norwegian athlete is like seven feet tall and, <laughs> pretty sturdy I, I don't think they were really bothered by it too much but uh
1: speaking of so this is a good transition point i, I put up a picture there was a picture of the podium uh from i believe the i don't know if i was it the pursuit or the um it must have been uh the sprint because caroline uh was in sixth place and so she was at the end of the group for the flower mm-hmm. ceremony and she just looks like a freaking giant out there. Like she, she <sighs> standing on the ground is like taller than, um, taller than, uh, uh, Chavot, who was standing on the podium. <laughs> it was really silly looking. And Norton is not a giant by any
0: means, right? She's not super tall or anything. Uh, I think she's
1: like 180 centimeters. Okay. So, so not, not, she's not like six two, but she's, or, yeah. you know, no, whatever, okay. you know what she's, I mean? Like yeah. she's, but she's, she's, yeah. she's not short. Um but it, anyway, so in or like compared to Magnuson who was just a couple people down from her, she <laughs> just looks like just gigantic. Anyway, so yeah, the Norwegians are all all huge human beings.
0: Talking about Magnuson, uh how is uh how are the rankings between Hauser and Magnuson doing? Well we're not talking about that. Yeah. So um uh I, I, had, a, I will she admit, had a great weekend. This is the first first time since I've known you that you've disappointed me. Because, because of you know Hauser's not doing great this season and you're just yeah. abandoning her abandoning and dropping her. her for someone else. So <laughs> <laughs> I
1: did I did send uh, I sent <laughs> RJ a couple of texts this weekend. I said uh I'm abandoning Hauser. First it was for uh uh right, JBB. Right, say, yeah Boucher and, and then Tangerbolt <laughs> as well. So uh you know I you know you can't call me a front runner. I'm only going after like the the number one and number two in the overall. <laughs> yeah, <Not> Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, I know Hauser. Now you wonder it. why
0: she never responded to your uh, to your message. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Hauser is in thirty sixth overall, and Magnuson is slightly ahead at eighteenth overall.
0: Yeah, Hauser's uh, that's a concerning.
1: rough go. She has not scored a point since uh, since Ostersen. Huh. Yeah, not good. Oh well um all right uh re- <laughs> getting getting <laughs> slightly more serious um uh who is your who is your your first takeaway what's your first takeaway
0: um well two that s- jumped at me was uh Holm home yeah seems like although he can still improve yeah his skiing i think um, yeah. He looks like the one we, we have come to know, know in, the, in the last couple of years. Totally agree. And I'm still happy to see that the Germans overall are still performing quite well this season. Mm-hmm. And it's not just one one athlete that's doing really well and, and the rest is not great. You know, it's just uh, they, they... I don't know if they just have to wax down or I don't know what it is, but they always seem to have a couple of athletes that are contending and for top spots. And even when they're not, they, they have decent, uh, two good results. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, and, and so, uh, I'll come back to Sterla in just a minute, but you know, Dole of course won his second race of the season. Um, and, uh, would you believe that that is only the first time in his career that he's won two races never before? Um, Uh, right. And, uh, yeah. he has two podiums, six top tens, right? So, uh, and that's in 10 total races. His career best is three podiums in a season and 12 top tens. So I think he's, he's got a chance, right? To yeah. podium, podium. I, I would be stunned, right? If he didn't at least match his, his, you know, career top 10 and podiums, right? I think he's got one uh, more I'm, in him this year.
0: Um, I'm probably with millions of Germans, but, uh, I yeah. just, you know, hoping that he can, uh, have one more world championship where he, yeah right gets a good result but well, uh, so right and who knows what, he, how long he might stick around so right well is,
1: is he questioning himself already
0: well i heard um uh in the german press that they were they were debating cuz he made a comment about um uh, that he he said that his plan is to retire uh, but that he yeah. didn't say it's a final decision yet yeah and you know of course, they were speculating what that means and stuff and i I didn't see the actual quote, so I don't know if it was just uh yeah. said jokingly or not, but you know if you if you have i think f- from what I understand for him the the reason to potentially retire is has more to do with family life, and sure, yeah, you know having given given so many years to the sport and and mm-hmm. impacting his family and stuff that that uh i it sounded to me like that's the bigger reason than obviously than his performance, because he can still uh, form is there, you know, yeah. dance along with uh, with the with the top, and his Certainly. first nor first non Norwegian on the overall score. So, yes,
1: yeah, and it's not like he's way down there either. I mean, he's oh no, what sixth? Yeah, so he, he's definitely yeah. got a chance to, to to be right in it. Um, yeah. I, I I'm just having a lot of fun with this with this season. Um, uh-huh. You know what's really interesting too is if you actually if you look at his his stats like they're not dramatically different than um, prior years. It's just that he's m- been able to sort of put it together, right? And uh-huh. and I guess he's more of those uh, you know who puts it together and and
0: gets to the top. So um, yeah, it 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 reminds me a little bit, and I'm probably just looking for it, but um, when Eric Lesser had his last season, right? And- yeah. Yeah, You know, he, he had some really good results in Oslo and, and just, <laughs> I, yeah. there, there must be something to do with not yeah. caring so much about the result yeah. in the sense that, you know, I'm just going to enjoy all the people around it and I'm going to do my stinking best. And if that's not good enough for top 10, then I tried, yeah. right. Where maybe yep. younger athletes get a little obsessed with scoring, yeah. You know? well, I mean for the Norwegians, I can imagine, cause if you don't score a top ten you're demoted to the IBU you're if you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah, you gotta win. Um <laughs> yeah. So uh would you believe this is dull this is
1: compared to the average athlete, uh this is his fastest uh that he's ever been not by a ton, but
0: hmm. yeah. No, well, maybe they, they they do have uh really good waxing this year. Yeah, I was gonna say I think that but... that
1: we've we've seen it seen it work pretty well.
0: Um uh I was gonna
1: bring it back to you mentioned, uh, LaGrade. Um, he, uh, definitely looks like he has found himself again. So, uh, I think I did this last time, but he started out this season 12th, 20th and 25th. Since then he's gone, uh, second, fourth, fourth, third, second, second. Um, yeah. so pretty darn good. And, uh, and not and, uh, always
0: behind JT bow, right?
1: No. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's found himself behind Stromsheim a couple times now too. Wow. Well, yeah. And, no. uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's been ahead of JT Bow. I think, just as often as uh, – he's been ahead just as often as behind. Um, mm-hmm. So, he's shooting better than he ever has in his career, um, which is saying something because – No, no kidding. Right? So Which uh, is really interesting because yeah. when I well, see him race, yeah. I always
0: feel like his shooting is, is a bit weaker.
1: I take that back. So – before this weekend when I when I wrote the stats down, oh, okay. he was better. He's he's ninety two point one percent right now as opposed to ninety-three point oh five last year. So um but uh yeah, he's really fallen off a cliff. But yeah, I, I was gonna say he, he he's he's now at the front and at the top of the leaderboard like every single race. So I just I mm-hmm. think I'm done I'm done worrying about him. Um he's not as fast as he was last year or the year before, but it doesn't seem to matter. He's still right up there um yeah he's fast enough that's all that really matters um speaking of uh stromsheim uh in the in the the stromsheim however you think i'm close enough there uh (laughs) he uh got his first podium in the same race that he you know reached across the firing line um but (laughs) he uh did himself one better and got himself uh got himself a win.
0: Yeah. Talked that about was, That was cool. And yeah. and in doing so beating, you know, yes. JD in uh, pretty much one-on-one. Oh yeah.
1: Well, so it was it, so the top the top was the top handful, right? In that in that uh there was Logrid and there was uh there was Str- and there was JT Bo and mm-hmm. they were shooting sort of close to each other, right? And um, that he was the one that came out on top of that of that bunch was pretty
0: cool, right? I mean, yeah. And he, I, yeah, sorry, I, I know that in the, uh, the final ski he was with LeGrade, but, um, uh, but the, just it was the head shooting, the shooting. Yes, Where, yeah. where you would expect that, uh, kind of the opposite scenario where Bo would just start shooting like crazy and put his yeah. strun time under. But, uh, yeah, he it was, was shooting it was rapid and, and strong. So,
1: yeah, no, it totally, it totally flustered jt but um mm-hmm. yeah no i mean good for him did you see on the uh, on the last lap so um there were a couple times where uh he and lagrad were were sort of asking each other to to pull through a little bit uh yeah. on leading and so he had he had lagrad you know kind of come through and and lead and then he was like i don't know 15 seconds 20 seconds later he just puts on this crazy burst and just goes oh, yeah. around him and and he had no chance of following it and when you get the gone. same in the relay today Did yeah. you see that yes, I think yeah the same spot even yeah he it was just like he just just went bananas and was like all right I'm gone yeah, yeah. see you guys later That yeah, was pretty cool i am I'm, I'm really happy for him i mm-hmm. talked about this before but he he did it the hard way um and there's no way like it's I think it, i think their their six is probably set for a while now uh, i guess they'll think so I think right it has to be well,
0: uh, Sturm has a. I mean, I know he's a bit younger, but yeah, he has a, a case where he had good results so far, he and did. then yeah, he wins yeah, the, you, you, you won know, on the, race IB race in the IBU Cup. right away, so. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah,
1: I guess yeah. Christensen's a question mark, right? Because he's going to come back. Well, that too. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll see how and he goes. But Bowden. I, I think uh,
0: Bucken might as well retire by now. Well, yeah, I know. He's so <laughs> far behind.
1: <laughs> well, so Bowden, right? So he comes up, and in the sprint race, he uh he he does an extra penalty loop and then <laughs>
0: i i think that's really cool that you know you yeah. know you're so much faster that he just threw an yeah. yeah, right? extra lap <laughs> um i thought you're gonna go somewhere else
1: with that. I thought you are gonna say it's kind of cool that he was actually nervous um but hmm. um uh and then and then he gets uh he started too early in the pursuit so he gave himself a 30 second penalty so didn't do himself any favors
0: <laughs> no no uh but so i think uh, that I doesn't imagined, count against his key time so
1: yeah, I imagine he'll be. I'll imagine he'll be going backwards. Uh, to the I shouldn't say going backwards. He'll be going the odd man out on going to the IBU Cup, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. I guess Christensen's got to hold his spot. I, mean, I guess this is just a it's lunacy. But
0: Yaka uh, Fuck having a fifth, I believe, was awesome to see. Yes, um, what I've seen so far from. Uh, um, seminator i i i i would yeah. love it but i don't see that happen mm-hmm. anymore that he you know will do something like that but yeah you know, yaka fuck is uh how much how old is he he's 36 36? yeah 373
1: three career races
0: yeah that's pretty awesome yeah
1: um in totally uh, unexpected i just didn't see it coming at all Uh, especially in a sprint race. I thought, yeah, but
0: he was one of the few that shot clean. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: I was gonna say it was with him. It was like, if he had an an individual right where he goes like 20 for 20, I'd be like, all right, that that's where he's going to do it. But I just didn't see it coming. Um, yeah. In a sprint. I just thought that would have been my, of all the ones I would have said, that's the one where he's not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was happy to see him. Um, Sort of the if you're going through the the list of the top 10 in the sprint and you've got Dole and Lagrade and Stromsheim and JT Bo and then uh, Fock and then Kuhn and Taria and Ponce Stalder Samuelson, it's like which one of these things doesn't belong?
0: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and I mean, talking yeah. about, you know, with all respect, uh, older athletes, uh, Taria is, you know, I, I think it was last season that I was saying, you know, maybe mm-hmm. he. Needs to make room for the younger guard, but I don't, I don't, there's no reason why if you look at the results. Hey, second in the overall, 80 points yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> you can't send him anywhere. No,
1: exactly. Uh You know, and this is the hard thing, right? Because he's 35. He's 35? Oh man, when did that happen? Yeah. That's nuts.
0: Uh, but I just yeah, wonder was, if, if if people like himself and I, I I would think he gets along with pretty much everybody, but uh, you know, someone like him and Jakof and, and uh I guess Benny Dole Siminator, like the older guard, if they have some sort of special connection that they would, you know, see each other more right. during a weekend yeah. like this. Yeah. Be yeah. curious to know. I mean it doesn't mean you get along if you've been around for the same time, but yeah.
1: You often see that right in sports right like the longer guys are around it's like the you know yeah. somebody that you you had this like sort of sports hatred for like not that you actually mm-hmm. hated him but like you just you know it sort of goes away just cuz you've got the the shared uh, the shared memories and the shared experiences right. and yeah. So I would imagine that they remembered see that each other. time. Yeah, exactly. 18 years ago when it was snowing and <laughs> blah blah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Cuz I mean they just they have memories that it's just a lot of these guys, even like just a few years younger than them, just wouldn't have. But,
0: yeah, well, for sure.
1: It, it, it still, it's one of those weird things because in my mind, it doesn't, it doesn't work this way. But it, Taribu's, his overall globe was before Foucault won his first. Like it's just strange that it doesn't
0: seem <laughs> yeah. real to me, you know? But, yeah, I um, was just thinking, but I think it applies to uh, a, a lot more athletes still. But the, the ones that have, have raced with Olaan or Bjornala. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's, uh, I, I guess there's a separation between those guys and, and the new yeah, younger sure. ones that have never raced him. Yeah. But <laughs>
1: yeah, it's actually, I would, that would be an interesting thing to look at is like, how many are still left?
0: Yeah. Ah, anyway now you got me writing that down and yeah i know adding it to the list of things i want to. because i was i was in my my head i was like oh i should look into it no i don't have i really don't have time for that and then you said it i'm like yeah
1: nah you gotta you gotta look into it now
0: yeah
1: um and then i was gonna mention uh jt Bo. we we spend a lot of time talking about him but um just interesting he he definitely didn't I, he doesn't like Oberhof. Um, I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back here because I, in my, started writing these, uh, these little uh, weekend previews, and I noted in there that he had an awesome Worlds last year, but prior to that, he had just two podiums in the last four competitions in Oberhof, so not a huh. lot. And Talagrid was was way more successful there than than JT Bo was, and so my prediction was that maybe he wouldn't have a great weekend, and he didn't right i mean he was still look i mean it's it's all adjusted he was fourth and fifth and i think for most guys that would be the weekend of the season great (laughs) weekend yeah yeah um you know coming off of you know several wins over the last you know what three wins in the last four races that wasn't quite what he was hoping for Um, Mm -hmm. and i think the most
0: maybe he's affected also with uh the snow conditions there. typically soft and
1: yeah yeah um but he also like he's got a couple of of uh, races now we in there where he just has these weird shootings because there was a pursuit race from a couple of years ago where he had seven misses and um <laughs> then obviously he had this and like, he got in second uh why I actually have it written down no uh, no he, don't worry just... it's like 11th it's really, it's it's not that bad um <laughs> yeah. and uh then he has the just just what yesterday he had uh was it three misses in the last shooting right uh, because we were just talking about it with Strumsheim having the uh, mm-hmm. like putting the pressure on him, and I just find that to be interesting. That just doesn't just doesn't like it too much.
0: Well, it's yeah. I'm, I'm sure they they all have their favorites, and you know most of the athletes we all we ever talked to said antolts is their favorite resort. But it everybody yeah. doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that they like the races there per se, but.
1: Um, he was eighth with seven misses in that race.
0: Yeah, I'm not so. going to ask you to look into what the average shooting percentage was, but uh, that's for that's, that race. That's yeah. Well, if there was a, a day where everybody was shooting badly or not, but don't uh, <laughs> I don't want you to dive into that. But
1: uh, I can tell you. So it was average was like two point just off the top of my head, just eyeballing it probably Hmm. two or three misses somewhere in that range. It was not, no, 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 it was not awful. So the top, like the top 10, it was two misses, two misses, three misses, two misses, four misses, one, two, seven, three, zero.
0: Hey, we've talked a lot about that, that Norwegian depth on the men's side, but uh, I think the French are getting into a, situation with the women that they're gonna oh my god soon gonna have to send people down that uh, (laughs) you know deserve a spot on the world cup by yeah by their results but yeah
1: um yeah our our girl uh jt or jt well that's a good slip right there justine (laughs) ronza she what she had two misses in the in the prone shooting in the sprint and i was like ah well you know It was a fun run, but I guess you know I had to at some point. Yeah, and then I looked and I saw her splits on the second lap, and I think I even tweeted something about it. I was like, "She's actually running pretty well, right? If she goes clean, (laughs) like she's got a chance." And uh, well, look, she did, right? So she (laughs) eight for ten, but she still ended up winning the sprint because you know she's just on having one of that kind of season.
0: That's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, poor poor pride still (laughs) (laughs) she seems to (laughs) always you know have a great race and then there's just one athlete who has has wings that day and Mm -hmm. i know uh, this is
1: four heartbreakers in a row that or say four three heartbreakers this season that it's uh right that she's she's just missed out on a win it's got to come out but yeah and so then so she gets the win and then uh and then simone comes back from the dead in, uh, in the pursuit race. I guess I shouldn't say uh-huh. the dead because she's never dead in a pursuit. But nope. uh, she started, what, 40-ish seconds back? Um, yeah, 40 I was exactly looking at the isolated time. P- and
0: So, sir, she she had the fastest isolated time Yeah, with Tan Revolt 25 seconds behind her.
1: Well, so that was another one I was going to mention in, in a little bit. I guess we can come back to her. But um, yeah, I mean both Simone and um, both Simone and uh um, Tandervold? Tandervold or Simone and, and, and uh Rosé Boucher just, just in each of their races, right. Had just these, just amazing moments where they just mm-hmm. turned it, turned it on and ran away from everybody.
0: And yeah. I mean, I'm also thinking of um Voked having a, having just seemed to have found her way a bit weird with the shooting again. And uh I think she had her second prone miss of the season this weekend. But um yeah, yeah. Shooting 97.5, but even being topped by Janina hattik who only has one miss so far out of 80 prone shots. Are you serious? Two German yeah. women. Yeah. Well, so, and then there's Irina Petrenko and Susan Quelm. Uh, that have uh, also just one miss, but they have fewer races. But yeah. It's, uh, and then, so Hattie Hwaltz has a uh, standing rate of 80%, and Folk has 91.25%. Interesting. So her her shooting has been, you know, what she kind of was known for so far.
1: Yeah. You know, when she started out so good on the skis in Ostersund, in but and I was really optimistic when we saw that. I was like all right, mm-hmm. here we go. This is gonna be it. And then it just hasn't uh, I don't have the numbers yeah. in front of me, but you know, I feel like she's she's fallen off considerably in well, the, the last scheme, couple of weekends. Yeah. yeah.
0: But then even on the total hit rate of ninety four point three eight percent, she's still beat by another German, Francisca Preutz, ninety four point six two. And then Ima Kaputzova from Slovakia is ninety six percent. Nice. So yeah, pretty crazy numbers. And uh, Lisa Fitazzi, fourth. So pretty good. She's figured something out in prone. Eh? No kidding, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we've talked about it a ton, but
1: that's still every every time that she shoots clean prone. Now it's just like you know, it's just what she does, I guess. You know, or mm-hmm. four and five, right? But um, I'm going to jump back to Simone for just a second because this oh, is yeah. what I was looking at. Right. So she started um, 40 seconds back. After the first shooting she was 54 seconds back, second shooting she was 50 seconds back, and then uh third shooting 10 seconds back and then she ended up winning by 10 seconds. Huh. That was one of the things I was going to notice cuz that was a huge imp- you know huge jump up at the third shooting. Kind of helps when you go, you know, perfect for you know that that middle stretch, but um, her shooting times, so she went first shooting 20, 26.1 seconds, 23.5 seconds, 17.6 seconds, 18.1 seconds. And those were the, the 17.6 seconds was 3.8 seconds faster than the second fastest standing shooting for shooting three. And hmm. the 18.1 seconds for the final shooting was 3.6 seconds faster than Baserga, who had uh, the second fastest shooting for the, the last standing shooting. So she was just getting up there and letting it fly.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, which I um, guess is
1: what she does. But
0: that was still crazy. Yeah. And that, that, uh, interestingly makes me connect to the Canadians who were, uh, missing because, yeah. uh, they're fast shooting typically. Um, so I, I don't have any, uh, unfortunately, but they had their national trials for the youth world championships and world championships as far as I, uh, can, uh, figure out. So, um, uh, it it's it looks like that even, uh, you know, the Emma Lunders and Christine Gauss and Adam Runnels had to uh, to prove that they were able to represent Canada on the upcoming world championships, um, which, I don't know, it could have something to do with that they wanted to go to Canada for Christmas anyway, and then maybe uh, have a little bit more time. I Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine that being a reason. Um, maybe that's just a, a different approach to, uh, to give everybody uh, a fair shot. But was, uh, I was quite disappointed to not see any Canadians on the, uh, the World Cup in Oberhof. And, um, yeah, I'm really hoping that, uh, that we'll see them in holding. I think
1: last year they did something similar, but they participated in the relay of the first uh, in Pokuka, mm-hmm. but they were still there, you know? Yeah. And, um, so i just find that interesting that they they delayed the return back so long if the athletes were on board then great then i'm then i'm on board but it just seems like a yeah and i mean for, for interesting like decision
0: both Emma Lunder and christian gao are not having their best season yeah so far so maybe it was good to have a break but i'm assuming mm-hmm. that uh since it's the national trials that that was already planned that they were going to be there but uh maybe they just needed a break from the World Cup and since they live in Camor they might as well participate in national trials. But yeah. It it seemed really odd to me that uh yeah. that but they weren't at the World Cup. So
1: odd and it was sad, right? Yeah, I just don't remember mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well I was just... saying to you earlier, it's just it's already, you know, unfortunately such a small sport in Canada, um relative to many other sports and, yeah. and relative to the uh, opportunities we have here. And then to not see any on the World Cup is, you know, it's not going to draw more people to watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, you already, uh, it's not in your favor that a, a fan, if you want to see live, that you have to get up at four or five in the morning and then, you know, do not see any Canadians participate is, yeah, it's, uh, it's hard. It's not helping the growth of the sport here, I think, but. no. Nope. But yeah, like I know, said, it could be a lot they, of other if, reasons if, that that we're not aware of.
1: Yeah, and if the like I said, if the athletes were on board, then I'm on board. Uh-huh. I hope that's the case. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's just they weren't on board for a plane to Oberhof, that's for sure. No, no they were certainly were not. Wow. Um, speaking of uh, of North Americans, did you see uh the American women this morning?
0: Um, I know what, what I did see is that because they had a high number they start shooting first um, yeah. when they all get there but she also left first with the clean shooting so yeah, that was de- super so cool DJ irwin
1: was was she she had a you know she's been on a on a pretty good run recently um, and so she had the, the americans up there and even going into i think chloe levin's closed out the relay and when they when they handed off to her they were in seventh place and still had a chance at making the the flower ceremony she didn't have the greatest like and she even she mentioned that was on her instagram page like she said that it was her first time in that in that experience and it was a learning experience mm-hmm. so you know that's yeah. uh, kind of cool but um, i thought that was it was neat as in you know as an american you just don't see americans in that in that position all that often so it's kind of fun to see it um, but even though
0: you know they're not participating for gold yeah really yeah. um it's still cool exactly. to keep an eye on to see one leave the the range first and to oh, yeah exactly mothers, they could still make it to the flowers like that that's yeah generates that's excitement that's it right yeah, yeah. you're like hey look and there may they are, not happen right? but yeah
1: yeah um so <laughs> that was it was fun right and especially like i didn't necessarily expect it with this group of women like there's talent there but um they're relatively inexperienced but you know kelsey dickinson had a good race um so I, i'm just i was happy and even they there were some good racing on the on the ivy cup for the the hmm. The American woman this, this week too. So um, that was nice to see. Cause I think that DJ Irwin had the one moment in, in Heide, but otherwise it's been kind of a, a little bit of a, a down year for the American woman, Jackie Garso. That was the, the woman, the third leg, and she had a really good third leg. So just wanted to, did you come up from that? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So way to go. Uh, you know, American woman It was kind of was nice mm. to see. Did you, um, Um, did you watch the relays in their
0: entirety? I
1: did. Okay. Yeah. But I must say, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I didn't, I didn't think that these were the most, uh, the most thrilling, uh, relays. So I'm just going to put out my, my idea again, you know, one, (laughs) the, the idea I had in my, in my, the, the first trimester recap, the, the shrunken relays where each athlete just shoots once. <laughs> it's
0: just a speed mm. up.
1: I just, the men's relay when the, the Norwegian men were ahead
0: by two minutes. Right. And they just sort oh, of, and that's, and that's with, you know, yeah. JT Bo taking a stroll in the park.
1: Yeah. He like, did he, he have any pressure have pushed at all? a stroller yeah.
0: with his, with his kids in it. He,
1: honestly, that would have made it a little more interesting. Yeah. The splits were just, I mean, like they were up by two minutes. The Germans finished, 50 seconds ahead of the Italians who finished almost 50 seconds ahead of the Swedes. Um, way to go Switzerland. I think that was the best, uh, the best finish for the Swiss men. And ages. I was
0: actually going to going to mention Stalder specifically how, how he's having an awesome season so far. We, yeah. we oh, he really have seen yeah. in the previous years that his shooting is really good, but yeah, um, he's, he's keeping up. And I think this weekend, Hardwick showed that he's on his way back. So
1: he's coming. Yeah, he's coming. Yeah. It was a bumpy start. But uh yeah, so it was just, it was just hard. And then the 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 women's
0: Oh, Haki Gross, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Haki Gross had it was good. But I was gonna say the women's relay, um the splits, I mean the the Norwegians ended up within ten seconds, but it wasn't it wasn't really that close. Um and the splits kind of were solidified after the third or the uh-huh. midway through the third leg. They just didn't change. Um
0: anyway, I just What's going on with Hannah? I don't know. I don't know. Because I, you know, we've talked about it before where we were surprised to see her in the fourth uh, spot in the relay uh, earlier in the season. And Mm -hmm. even in the third, it's just not... uh... So I, I wonder if that's also a big mental thing where, you know, she's had some poor results in the relay a couple of times now does that create more stress or mental diversions for, you know, the race that she's doing now? Cause I it mean, it's uh, not pretty. An when
1: that's you're... an excellent question. It w- it looks horrible, right? Uh, that's probably, mm-hmm. that's probably a little bit too harsh, but it, it, she does not look comfortable. No. Um, and obviously the, the results aren't comfortable either. I mean, no, but, um, yeah i i just i don't know i i and she didn't have so traditionally she does really well at Oberhof. um she did not i mean she had a good pursuit race i guess but the sprint race was not good i don't know i don't know where she is right so she doesn't look good in the life she's not looking good really anywhere no i don't know yeah, i don't I even know what the right for her it's hard because i don't know what the where the right is it is it a mental issue
0: I don't know. I yeah. Well, I think it made me think of of uh, you know we talked about QFM before, where yeah, when he started his season really strong, and then you know you keep having good results, it builds a lot of confidence, and mm-hmm. clearly Hannah is uh, riding the other side of the that that situation where it's just not been really going uh, consistently. No, And of course, you know, uh, this doesn't help even though I don't think that, uh, they'd be challenging for the podium, but
1: it's, it's still, no, uh, it could yeah. have been. Well, and this is now, this is, this is becoming a pattern, right? Because mm-hmm. you mentioned, you know, the, the relay, I mean, she they had problems last year and so that's why they sort of switched them up. Maybe they didn't have right. problems, but Elvira was was decidedly stronger. Um, it's hard, right? Cause, because because Pearson handed off to Hannah, and they were not. Yeah, they were right there. I just looked it up; they were four point yep. three seconds behind the French. So, like, they were huh. right re- in the race. And you would think with Hannah and Elvira right there, like it could have been a good mono well, mono. But take
0: the, you know, they were uh, thirty three seconds. Behind at the finish. Now I know that France, yeah, you know, maybe didn't go all out, but they were still, yeah, you know, ahead of Norway by enough that they had to still keep keep going pretty fast. But yeah. uh, you know, take twenty five seconds off that for a penalty loop, yeah, and then uh, right and, and, a lot closer. Right, and,
1: and then the other interesting thing too was uh, Noten skied away from Hannah on the last lap, and of course uh-huh. Hannah had the penalty loop, right? But still. I mean, Kanon, she is definitely faster this year, but that shouldn't even be close. Like Hannah should be, she just should be well, faster. Well, at least shouldn't be skiing away from her. Yeah, exactly, right? It, it shouldn't be like, it shouldn't be noticeable. Like they should be at the very least on 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 par, but it was like, and I don't know, was Hannah just toast? Like, did she not have the legs? Was she sick? Um, yeah. Or was it just like, was she still in her head? I, I, I have no idea right after the after right. the shooting.
0: And did that's you hard. see uh Lisa yeah. Teresa Hauser's performance today uh I didn't and that's right because she didn't perform because yeah. they were a lap before you in <laughs> a third lap so she oh, never okay yeah good they did everything to get her off that team hey
1: yeah great right. they just can't let her well you know she only she raced just one time this weekend she raced the sprint and then finished 60th and chose not to start the pursuit yeah, um, which. But remember, I know she was the, sick, uh, but
0: the Austrian yeah. women's team had so much success without her. When without her, and now they're like, "Hey man, we're just gonna let we're us just gonna get past."
1: And uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, we can't it. <laughs> no, have you but out it's, there.
0: it's it's. You know, it's too bad to see that whole whole team not having the, yeah. the greatest time right now.
1: Yeah, I I'm hopeful that Gondler can still you know put it together later. Uh, have you seen mm-hmm. uh, this woman? on on Dexter on on she's on the IBU cup um i'm actually looking her up right now From so you guys are all, yeah you guys are gonna listen to me me typing um she's actually had a really good year um so i'm hopeful that she can come up pretty soon um uh this weekend she was on yeah she went sixth and second in the IBU cup Uh, in the sprint and the pursuit this weekend and she's been on the juniors a lot and then she has three wins and four races on the juniors this year so uh, she is uh, 20 years old so look out for her Wow.
0: yeah Um, that's wow
1: yeah and she's only she she shot uh, this weekend with those finishes Uh, she only shot 78% wow so pretty good Yeah, I could say that. Excited about that. So there's my new favorite coming up. Um, (laughs) Speaking of uh, poor shooting, did you, um, and I don't want to, I don't want to spend too much time on him just because I I almost, I just feel bad, but did you see Jacqueline today?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I just can't help himself, I guess. Yeah.
1: Like, what do you do if you're on his team? That's what I was wondering. Like, if you are, it not like Perrault had like an awesome right, or like Fabian Claude actually. Like he he was running well, and and I know Perot had a penalty lap himself, but or like QFM, like, I
0: just I don't
1: know. It's one thing if he yeah, doesn't I mean, like it. It's one thing if he doesn't in a pursuit or in a mass start or something, and just sort of does it to himself. But
0: right, and and I think you could argue that today he he was already in a position of all our, well, no, was uh, Eric Perrault was. Was he second when he took over or they were still um, in it, right?
1: They were still in it. They were 42 seconds behind. So with two legs to go, I mean, you're not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I I could imagine that you're like, okay, we're going to either, you know, have a great Emile Jacolande and get back to the top. And then QFM can hope to finish it off or it's boom yeah. or bust. But I don't know. Like, yeah. Is it is it impossible for him to be like? Okay, I'm just gonna completely exaggerate my slow shooting. I'm going to be my goal is to be the slowest shooter of the day, <laughs> and see if that works for me. Because clearly, you know, I I guess there's always that that um, realistic hope that that a day it will click, right? And then it puts you in a great position, but the odds are pretty uh pretty bad for it and yeah, yeah. you know yeah i don't know eventually it'll but you great. you can just right. see like yeah. i saw i don't i don't remember what shooting it was but you can just see the facial expression during his his shoot like i think i don't yeah. know uh, the order when he missed but you see him shoot 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 and then there's one or two misses in it and you can just see him look skywards like, oh, here we go again. But. Yep. Yeah. No, I, 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 I
1: totally, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, again, we've talked about his, he's been pretty open about his mental health struggles. So that's why I, I don't want to just like jump on him and pound him, but it's, it's hard. Right? No, and I don't know no. how you break that. I don't know how you break that mental loop. Um, you know, and that's where you need like a good sports psychologist or something, but. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's well, hard. I would it, think.
0: You know, France not a small team. Yeah, they should have the resources. You would think that there's some some resources to uh, yeah. to help him, and maybe they've they've done that, and maybe he's on his way back or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just just uh, it's just weird to see that. To like, it's one thing to just have bad luck, or you know, have bad skis one day, and but it's always the same thing. Yeah, like he, he skis, you know, all out shoots to break the world record and fastest shooter. And then yeah, it's catch up, catching up after he, that. He has,
1: and, and I've said this before, I'll say it again. He has talent, right. And, and he has ability. And so that's oh. what makes it hard. Yeah. But, all right. we can move on. I just, it, it struck me today and
0: it was hard. Um, I did want to, to say, yeah, please, please, yeah. please go, go, go. Maybe we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. No, I wanted to, to highlight the Polish women uh in mm. ninth spot. Yes, yes. And yeah. uh Anamaka, another great race. Yeah. You know, we've talked about her a couple of times before. Mm-hmm. Um and you yeah. know, we talked to uh to their coach. Hopefully uh you've heard that interview over the Christmas break. And uh you know, this is a good result, top ten.
1: Yes, it was. Um, and then, uh, Natalia Sidorovich, actually, I wanted to highlight as well. Um, because she, um, where was she? So she ended up 43rd in the pursuit, but she it was only because she had three misses right at there at the very end. Um, uh-huh. uh, she was 15 for 15 to start. And so she had really brought herself up and, um, You know, so it was, it was fun to see her, uh, you know, running so well until that, until that last spot, but she's young, right? I can't imagine she's had a whole lot of experience with, you know, she, she had an opportunity for a huge personal best. So Mm -hmm. it was good to see her in that spot. Absolutely. Speaking of the pursuit that was, did you, did you, uh, I don't know how much you remember of it, but the final shooting just felt like nobody could knock them all down. Yeah. It was just one unreal. after another,
0: where you are like, "Oh, maybe this one," nope. and it's like, "Yeah, right." Maybe and this
1: one, ha- nope. And that's how you get Tangrevold coming back from was it Bib seventeen to to get the podium, um, yeah. right? Elvira was eleventh, and she ends up on she ends up fourth, right? So you just had just the huge comeback. So um, yeah, I, I was. I was very impressed with Tangerville in that race, right? Because starting out in seventeenth, right, you, you have no expectations that she's gonna be able to make it into the
0: podium race. So right, um you know, she's well, even she, uh, Elvira Urbeck, right? From yeah, eleven to right? three. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Julia Simon, ten to one. It was bad. interesting,
1: right? So so speaking of Tangerville and Elvira, the they started out the fourth lap together or the fifth lap, the last lap. And um Elvira like put in this burst and like seemed to pull away. And it was exactly, I, we've seen Tangible do this before where like the gap got out to about four or five seconds and then Tangible reeled her back in and just went right around her and mm-hmm. raced away. So um, just kind of an interesting difference in, in tactics there. But um, mm-hmm. I think, I think Elvira might have just burned herself out. She just had nothing
0: left. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we were pretty harsh on uh, Hannah finally so Perhaps, yeah. but uh, she did go from fifty-second to seventh in the pursuit. So that's Just in 7th? itself. Yeah, she was uh, twentieth. One twelve back. Or am I look. No, sorry, I'm looking at the isolated pursuit time.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, still, still fifty-second to uh, twentieth is a huge improvement.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I wanted to because uh, we're getting a little bit late here, but. Uh, uh, Sophie Chavot, um, I feel like has not had the greatest season, but she had a really good weekend.
0: Huh?
1: Um, I suppose
0: she <laughs> you can say that
1: Yeah. Yeah. Third in the third in the sprint. So really nice to see her, um, to, to get up there. And then, um, she looked really good in the, uh, well, the whole team did, but she looked really good in the, in the relay as well because I think she was going up against Hana uh, in, that, in that leg. And so she, she gets credit to, to bring in France up. You're know, really pulling away.
0: I was also looking at uh, Lampich. She Ooh. had a very concerning stat developing oh uh, with the last start in Lanzerheide and Oberhof, because yeah. I'm going to read you. Um, let's start in uh, Oslo last season. I'm going to name you every ski rank since then per race, individual or non team race. First, third, second, first, 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 first. And then all of a sudden, third and sixth. But luckily in the pursuit, she was first again. Oh, thank goodness. I wonder what happened. Skis? I don't know. That's very possible. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Because she actually, you know, for her. Her shooting was seventy uh, percent in the uh, the race that she was sixth, or sorry, sixth fastest. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's, yeah, yeah, it's
1: pretty wild. But, uh, yeah, and I um, uh, oh, was. This, I'm sorry. Did you see how far back she was when she was sixth? Was it like there was a tight bunching, or was she like way back?
0: Um, I can quickly look skiing. here. No, that's not what I'm looking for. I I can't find it quickly, but um, um I was going to say bye, ba, was back. Yes,
1: she was. Um I know she wasn't not, with her uh, racing,
0: but Yeah, did you chat with her?
1: Uh no, I didn't. I just saw her her Instagram, but I I will
0: reach mm-hmm. out to her um just to to see how she's been. Uh, yeah, and and especially uh the uh the Result today in the relay, yeah, it's one to forget, but you yeah, know, at the same time, great to, to see her back. So, yeah,
1: and she's extremely mentally tough, so I don't think she's gonna have any difficulty dumping that no. from the memory bank and moving right no. on. Um, I mentioned her earlier, but uh, Caroline Knoten, um, mm-hmm. is just sort of like routinely showing up in the top 10 now, which is. I would never have even come close to predicting before the season. She has now seven top 10s in ten, ra- 10 races. Um her uh her career most in a season before this year was 3 and huh. she had seven top 10s total before the season. Um and it's not like she wasn't racing. She raced 23 races then 18 then 23. So she's run several solid, you know, full years right now. And now she has seven top tens and 10
0: races. So ready to go her. Uh, good for her. Cause I, yeah. you know, I, I think I've expressed it at the start of the season where I felt like she was always, you know, just a good athlete to have on the, um, on the relay and stuff, but never somebody I could see challenging for the, for the world yeah. cup. And I, and I still yeah. don't see that happen, but she's made some serious improvements and, uh, she has. yeah. She's solid. Like she's really good now. Yeah. And I just would
1: never have predicted that. I would, I would have said like, I was like, all I was thinking a good season for her would be like 15th overall and she's seventh overall right now. So
0: yeah.
1: Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, hopefully she can, she can keep rolling because two sixth places this week. And I didn't really even blink an eye at it, which is, I mean, that's sort of one of those things of, well, I guess, I guess she's,
0: she's one of those women now. Um, I did, I, I'm going kind of back and forth. Um, but oh, I yeah, that started stage. to develop this uh this this very strong interest in Anamaka and if you go to uh, realbiathlon.com yeah. and you look for her name and you just look at her career overview yeah. I I do not recall such a consistent uh group of lines all going in the you know so now I gotta up do it. and and right connection or a uh, direction like everything continues to improve since basically 2014 when she had her first race. So it's uh wow. It's pretty wild actually. It and is it's not like,
1: it's not like a super steep curve, but it's no, up, but it's so Every single right? year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And she is 31. So she's uh, still plenty of uh, years to, to keep, to right? keep it yeah. going. That's awesome. So,
1: no, thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. Um, Ever since we, so you know, we spoke to Coach um, Torgerson before the the Heider races, I've I will unfortunately you know for me because this just just one more thing to add to all the biathlon things I'm looking up, but I will keep track of all the different uh, Polish athletes. Um, so and not even and this is the sad thing is he's the women's coach, but I'll include the men too. So I wanted to <laughs> shout out Conrad uh, Batic. Who scored his first uh, his first World Cup points um, nice. this weekend? So, yeah, but no, because let's oh, you know, like I'm I'm getting emotionally invested in in Natalia Sidorovich and right, and so
0: anyway, um. I had one uh, major um, swing. I, I noticed one major swing this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw in the sprint. I. Uh, Noticed that Sturla was uh, growing a mustache, and I'm like, "Huh, he's he's uh, he's riding the mustache train." And yeah. then uh, the next race, I see his his you know uh, face without anything. So that was a big shocker to me. Well, like,
1: maybe the deal was he had to win to keep it, right? I
0: mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows? Uh. But uh, I was I actually looked it back because I was like, "Did I just see see things?" But no, he uh, he had stash and then all of a sudden, maybe maybe they said, uh, you know, if you if you can make it in an on a night between races without shooting anybody in the hotel, then uh, you can take it <laughs> off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Magnum? Maybe they call him uh, Magnum. Do you, have, you, you watch Magnum that series? That's really funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. No, yeah. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, now I'm gonna have to go back and watch because I didn't notice it, um, and I'm gonna want to get a, get a picture of him with the. Yeah, right on and
0: I and I and on those moments, I'm like, oh, what, what's wrong with my brain? Because it's like, of all the things to notice, you know.
1: No, I yeah, I'll do that too sometimes. That's, but it's funny right. though, because yeah. I
0: um, so I was I was watching the women's pursuit. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it was, and I wasn't really paying attention because I was doing something else and watching mm-hmm. it kind of on the side. And then uh, someone crossed the finish line, and. For whatever reason, I was like, "Ah, Vanessa Vogue must, must have fallen." And then, literally 15 seconds later, they showed his replay of her going. And did you see her fall? No. Oh, man. she
1: went down on her on her bottom. Yeah.
0: No, she went oh, in she a full didn't... split.
1: Oh, I didn't see that. No.
0: Yeah. Oh man, it was uh, <laughs> not a pretty sight. Um, well, at least she's flexible. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. It, it yeah it looked like a gymnastics championships. Oh, good gracious! But, but uh, yeah. anyway, it's uh, yeah those are the things that I, for no obvious reason, seem to pick up on, like somebody not having a mustache or somebody no. well, must not being sure. behind yeah. the athlete yeah. that she was before. Yeah, what happened there? Um,
1: did, there was a. Uh, you mentioned heartbreak earlier, but there was a was it the pursuit anyway he went through a couple of polls in short succession mm. yeah so i don't know i'll have to go back to look Did and you ever hear
0: this. what what happened to Strunzheim in the, the relay no cuz he was behind and then he was all of a sudden he was he had caught up with the no. group in front of him and then oh. all of a sudden he was behind again and how did we get to this point
1: and not talk about this in the relay did you you saw in the relay the missed the missed handoffs
0: no no i missed so
1: that. um yeah so uh, lagride he he comes up to 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 uh, hand off to tap oh, off the relay, yeah, right?
0: Okay. I thought you 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 meant they tried to tap, but they missed each other. But no, 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 he wasn't and, and there? Nobody there? Yeah, <laughs>
1: there's nobody there. And but then, it was not uh, just them. Yeah, no, and the Slovenians
0: too, right? Yeah, that was so weird. What happened? Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, that's the, just, the was commentators like- were saying maybe the uh, the rifle or or ski check maybe took longer. Yeah, It was pretty. I mean, it was pretty foggy at that time, so they couldn't see him coming. But still, it's you would you know, think that just like would, somebody on the course,
1: like would like some of the coaches would relay back, like, "Hey, you know, yeah. yeah." And it's
0: not like you know that they can stand there. You know, it's not that they only have three seconds in that right. box. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like they can stand there t- ten seconds in advance, especially they yeah, they look, you they know, look for completely the unprepared.
1: Like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> like here we yeah. go. Yeah, Yeah that was yeah, I just don't wow. remember we've seen some interesting things this year that I don't remember seeing in the past like that and the uh, reaching across firing a rifle in the hotel it's been pretty interesting
0: did you see that uh, uh, was it Eric Perot who dropped his ski pole uh, beyond the range was <sighs> no line? I
1: didn't I didn't I missed that yeah
0: yeah. but he, he you know he did the right thing he just left it there and yeah, got a new one um, he got a new one yeah yeah.
1: I assume he didn't go the rest of the, the ski pole that would have been pretty <laughs> no, exciting no
0: no, but it's a, it, it's probably not the uh, the easiest place to get a pole, right? Because there's a lot of areas blocked off. Right. Or,
1: yeah, you have to get off the range. Right. right after,
0: and, yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, no, nah. um, it, it was good to see that they followed the rules.
1: Why? Yeah, right. <laughs> the last two things I wanted to say was uh, Johannes Daly, uh I thought that was pretty pretty cool comeback in the in the uh, pursuit. Uh, hmm. Because he was sort of off the off the, the range, but or off the um, the radar. But uh, again, enough people missed ahead of him, and he got all the way yeah. back up into the podium. And then uh, uh, Jean Richard uh, is a French woman who had some really great uh, finishes. She was high on the on the juniors, and then high on the IBU Cup, and um, comes up and in her first races on the World Cup, she finished an eighth in the sprint, and then uh, ninth in the pursuit. So, just add one more yeah. to the the French uh, yeah the French okay. tables, right?
0: Yeah, we kind of started with that, and we never really got into it, but uh,
1: yeah, Frank. This yeah, is what I mean,
0: pretty good bunch going there. The two,
1: the two at the top, plus Jean Monnet, plus now Chavot if she can keep this out, plus Richard. And that's five.
0: See, I find it, uh, and and you know, I think it's been pretty clear by now that I have uh, a weak spot for Lou Jean Monnet, but. She's one of those athletes that Mm -hmm. after she was sick, she's come back, hasn't really been in the picture. Yeah. But yet she you know, she's still in eighth spot because she keeps having good results. Right? Yeah. And yeah, no no podiums, but um But she finished I think that that's ninth and fifth. I see that as as a sign of a champion. Yeah. Ninth ninth and fifth. Potential champion. Without
1: being anywhere close to her A game, right? Yeah she just kind of was hanging in there. I agree. And
0: even, and even when she came back from her sickness, she was 15, 13 and 14. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still scoring a, a good number of points.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I totally agree. Um, I know we're, we're into silly session now, but, um, you saw the, um, the celebrations and the pursuit. I would imagine, you know, Julia Simone was pretty, uh, fiery and emphatic in her celebration. And, uh, no surprise, I mean, coming off so many wins, Braz did not have much of a celebration at all. She's kind of came off quietly. Mm. And then Tangerwald was really pumped with her with her podium. <laughs> and I thought yeah. it was interesting. I didn't realize this, that that Tangibold and Simone were such good friends. Um and that Tangervold had a dream that Simone was gonna win
0: the pursuit. And uh, uh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, so I thought that was that was quite something. But I noticed too in the interview with Simone that that they were asking like he didn't directly ask like, "What's the situation like in your yeah, team?" Yeah, but yeah. it was sort of a uh, the atmosphere seems pretty good in the French team. But yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I, I must say, I I don't really recall if they're like I do remember thinking, you know, way before when when uh, Justine Prazaboucher was was racing before uh, she had yeah. her baby, mm-hmm. they always seemed very different personalities. Totally different. Right, so yeah but well she's she's just so like she's just sort of cool as a cucumber
1: i i could so i and i i just could listen to her talk for days because just i just enjoy the way she speaks Uh, yeah just yeah yeah. right she just i just enjoy the way she speaks and i enjoy her general demeanor about things um there was one of the races in lindser high that she was talking about she obviously won and uh she was talking about how her, her performance goes yeah, it was pretty good, right? And she wasn't like trying to like intentionally downplay it. That's just just that was just her her response. Yeah, it was pretty good, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I just yeah. So I I, I the, nothing against Julie Simone. That's just that's just I
0: I tend towards that a little more. But um, I'm still like I'm still kind of confused with the coaching there because as far as I understand, they still have the same coaches. Yeah. Even though the men switched and obviously it doesn't not not that I think a coach can have that much impact, but it hasn't really improved the situation much, um, when you just strictly look at the results. Yeah. But the the French women seem to fare pretty well, even though they you know, had the uh, excuse me, hold had the uh yeah. the situation between Simon and Justine Jabouche, and still
1: it's pretty well it's they're, working. It's working they're for amazing. Them, yeah. Yeah. yeah so so yeah no i agree it's been it's been pretty interesting you can always count on the french to have some interesting uh <laughs> interesting yeah off the course uh off the course stuff right so yeah um but
0: so we got yeah. uh please yeah yeah no i was gonna jump to uh holding yeah please um, yeah so we got uh women and men relay which is interesting too that they have those back-to-back you know, the last race is in Oberhof, and now the first two races in Rupelling.
1: Oh Is that real? Is that actually the way it is? I haven't looked at the schedule yet.
0: Yep, uh, the tenth, which is probably Thursday.
1: Wow, it is. You are right, tenth and eleventh.
0: Oh, huh. Wednesday even. So the women's relay is on Wednesday, the men's relay on Thursday, women's sprint Friday, men's sprint Saturday, and then the pursuits on Sunday. Hmm. And then that's actually, an interesting schedule. The next interesting schedule is Ant-Holes short individual. Well, they start with a short individual. I I actually always thought that short individuals were only done is that, when is they that, ran I out of snow. That's
1: what I was going to ask. Is that is that the first pre-scheduled short individual for the World Cup? I've seen them do it. Well, on i to because
0: I know in Canmore they've done it a couple times in the past yeah and I wonder if that's because they just don't have enough track or something yeah but uh yeah planned short individuals yeah the the back to back relays is uh sure. yeah i've never seen that before that is interesting but well hopefully, hopefully. they uh, they have better Hope- snow
1: well, hopefully, uh, I don't know that they do. All right. It looks pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty rough there. Um, yeah. but as I like hopefully we have some, some closer relays than two minutes. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you,
0: if that's something, uh, you can count on for the men, but I don't know. Last thing I did notice, which surprised me, is that I find, you know, German crowd is awesome, right? Yep. So constantly, uh, active and, and loud and, um, but I've always really appreciated how they cheered for everybody, and it seemed like that was not the case this this race weekend. Like it, it was dead quiet more, for yeah non German racers, yeah, and not even like dead quiet as in we don't want to cheer them on, but it just it's almost like they were just only following the Germans. Yeah, that's
1: interesting. I didn't, I didn't pick up on that. Um, I'll have to go back and hmm. go back and watch. But,
0: yeah. Anyway. Maybe just was just a warm up for them for for next weekend. So. Yeah, they're really they're saving their breath for rip-holding. Yeah, Yep. Nope. Anything else? Wow, well, we're up? gonna go
1: from why well, isn't isn't is that everybody's favorite shooting range, right? Because it's mm. downhill into um, it, a little bit protected. Everyone shoots great there.
0: Should be interesting. Then, yeah, let me go back to ski speed. Although you know if the snow is mush, then that's true. Yeah. Well, something to watch. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Yep. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you if you're for, yeah, if you're, if you're still here at the
1: hour 15 mark, you know, thank you for, for hanging with us. Um, I wish we had, like, a coupon code or something we could we could drop in here just for, for all the people <laughs> yeah. who made it to the end, but... Um, well, we could put well, a was, code in, but it's yeah, not going to do gonna any do good. good. <laughs> I don't know
0: if that's really, uh, yeah.
1: It's very enticing, but... Yeah, slash Penalty Podcast for 0% yeah. off. Yeah. um i saw yeah i saw a sign you know it's like those uh those you know the, like on a, on a bar and it'll say like what the special is and it said the special you buy two drinks and you pay for both of them and uh so that's kind <laughs> of what, what, what that's what we are right
0: now um yeah, yeah.
1: all right guys yeah all right. we'll let you go <laughs> have a great week
0: <laughs> and uh yeah. enjoy root building absolutely Take care